Hey, what's going on, motivators? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation podcast. It is 2 p.m., a little bit after, and I am heading back down to my office for the evening, which is pretty full. Got some new patients and uh, look forward to taking care of them. It's been a good morning. Um, hey, freaking weekend was pretty good. I got some damn uh, wood carving done, made a little day one headway roughing out the, uh, the bridge keeper, which is going to be a fairly complex carving, but I'm up to the challenge. Uh, it was a pretty nice weekend, so I didn't, you know, I didn't spend an entire day carving that bridge keeper. I went out on Saturday and spent probably three, maybe four hours just burning scrap and cleaning things up and trying to get, you know, get prepared for the fall. I got a big wood pile over there that I need to, I need to make room for more wood, fresher cuts, bigger logs, knock out some bears and things, a couple gnomes. So I think I'll maybe take two or three logs from my stash over at my friend Emily and Scott's house. And so I gotta make room. Fucking cut out the dead wood, so to speak. Some of that shit's rotten and just kinda ugly. So But I made some decent headway on the on the bridge keeper, so I'm proud of that. <clears throat> relaxed a little bit and I took two days that I went to the gym spent an hour plus each day working out I feel I feel really good you know with the the physical you know the the, the strenuousness the the work um, doing some cardio getting the blood pumping getting my muscles primed uh, working on my flexibility a little bit I, it's just time well spent so I need to keep that up uh, it's very difficult during the work week because I'm booked, man. I mean, if I'm doing my job well, I am booked solid. And I guess I'm doing my job well. I got a bunch of new patients calling in today. People trying to get on the schedule. I had a guy call today, or contact me over the weekend. Good friend of mine. And I love the man. But it was the sort of thing where he's like, yeah. You know, oh, can you make him a room on Monday? you know, something in the beginning of the week, I'm like, sure, you know, thinking you're a priority to me, I'm going to find a spot, make a spot, whatever, so I basically said, look, I'll put you at the end of the day, you'll be the last patient at 7.15, trying to be a nice guy, then I contacted this morning, I said, if something comes up sooner, then I'll, I'll get you in, which is great, well, something came up sooner, 11.15, or 11 a.m. <clears throat> I let him know about it amid all the other things I'm trying to tasks in the morning. <clears throat> I let the guy know and he says basically says, Oh yeah, you know, I'm feeling a little bit better actually. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off for a couple more days, see if if it just sorts itself out, which I have no problem with that sort of logic, with that scenario. I have no problem with that. It makes perfect sense to me. But he added in. He goes, yeah, my wife had a, 
she had a, an injury however long ago. She, she hurt her back and she went to a chiropractor and she almost had to go to the hospital so bad. So I'm just going to hold off for a little bit, see if it gets better on some. I'm saying to myself, okay, well, I appreciate that you feel that, uh, you know, you're getting better without any care and it's your choice to, you know, make an appointment or keep or, or, or cancel it. But I don't need your little bullshit anecdotes about what happened to your wife on a solitary occasion. I, I love you guys and I feel like, you know, I honor, you know, if that happens and, and she had a bad experience, I'm sorry. But, you know, these people have been in to see me as well. And I've never hurt anybody. I've only helped and informed and so on and so forth. So I don't think that there was any offense intended regarding this. I don't think that, you know, it was like to rub it in my face that, you know. But I mean, what is that? what is the likelihood that you're going to get hurt when you're hurting already? That you're going to be coming in to see me. That it's going to make it worse. Look, it's possible. Not very possible. But it just... I'm not pissed about it, but it just, you know, it's it's amazing how people, they need you, need you, need you, until, you know, they feel a little bit better, and all of a sudden, they're like, oh, you know what, well, you know, I figured I didn't want to get hurt, so I wouldn't, what the fuck are you talking about, why are you sharing me this little fucking one occasion that you're, that you guys are scarred by, apparently, you got to share with me that you're wife had a bad experience with a chiropractor. If you thought, if you think this is something that's going to, it's not going to not only not help you, but it's going to hurt you, then why are you fucking calling me in the first place? So, you know, it's the profession's fault, in my opinion. It's my duty, however, to right the wrongs of, you know, anybody who's been mishandled by a doctor of chiropractic or oversold or under-informed or whatever, man. It's like the most basic, gentle shit that you could ever, procedure you could ever have done. Pay like $2,000 a year in malpractice insurance. So you can, it just pisses me off a little bit because, you know, I go out of my fucking way for people lay down the tracks to help them and they can't can't wait to get in find to make expect me to make an opportunity make an appointment for them immediately when you call any doctor these days it's going to be a week or two or two months to get in I'm still treating people with respect and tr- and, ur- and urgency so that bothers me <clears throat> Anyway, that's water under the bridge. Had a, a victory this morning, several of them actually, fucking wonderful conversations, wonderful, uh, appreciative, caring friends on and off my table. <clears throat> we reinstituted masks, which is something that I was really concerned about because it's just, you know, I got to hear it and field everybody's, you know, or at least their sentiments, their feelings on it, 
which everybody does have an opinion. And people are tired of this, you know, all the restrictions and the, the fear and, and all that. You know, the politics, the back and forth. But so I was I was anticipating a little bit of pushback to be honest with you. Those first couple patients a little bit tired. They came in, they're like, Oh, oh, we have masks, we need to wear masks. I'm like, Yeah, we're wearing masks again. And I was just determined to hold my ground, you know. Don't want to be a dickhead. I just people came in and said, "Oh yeah, we're doing masks again." Huh? I said, "Listen, man, I care about you." So I'm trying to do what I got to do to help people, and that's all there is to it. You know, can't apologize for it. This is something that is the right thing to do given the uptick in numbers, and it's going to be. Little zany for a while. And we just deal with it, you know. But a cool victory this morning was I have a friend who has a seizure disorder and has been having a hard time of it. One of the things that has been helping the patient is uh, crocheting these little hearts. And hearts are for a cause. You know, they are for um, suicide prevention, and you know, it's a mental health thing. Trying to, to help people and make them help them feel valued and honored, and and to stick around with us here on Earth even though they might be having a tough time. A lot of people are. So, <clears throat> in car, uh, crocheting these little hearts and brought a, a nice little bag into the office and contacted me yesterday and said, hey, I had another seizure. I'm like, oh, no. Um, but, you know, the frequency has not been, hasn't been too frequent, but obviously any sort of episode like this is scary and undesired. But, so since crocheting these little hearts has, has provided a focal point, I reached out and to a friend who's a big knitter, knits socks and stuff for causes and sends them out to try to help people um, in need. And so I contacted her and I said, hey, would you uh, be willing to provide a little tutelage to a friend who could really use some help and thinks that you know maybe this could be something that she might enjoy doing and she said yeah absolutely let me know when you know I said I'll pay you for time she wouldn't take my money I'm trying to help people trying to put points on the fucking board for the good guys you understand that's all that that my day consists of that's all that's worthwhile got to do it. So I'm really trying to do that. And that's going to carry on throughout the day. 
got 10 minutes till showtime when I pull up at the office to begin my evening, and it'd be a good, good afternoon, good evening. So, it's shaping up to be a good day. If I can get through the morning, and I was able to get home for lunch. Oh, I hope this fucking guy goes all the way in to my freaking front door at the office. You ever get have that happen where you're like behind somebody and you're like tired of seeing this car at every light? But they never turn, it's like they're going the exact same place you are. What are you doing? another patient come in this morning and say, ah, you know, I always kind of feel like I'm complaining to you. I said, no, man, I enjoy my conversations with you. Shared a little bit about what's going on with his life, with his kids, with his, his job. We talked about outages. The guy said that his job is basically working for a major energy company, and he tracks their outages coordinates all the responses and makes sure, you know, tries to map it all out. And good guy. I like him a lot. He said that outages occur for a variety of reasons. Obviously, wind and lightning are two big ones. Any kind of storm. But you'd be surprised how how many um, you know, lines down and power outages occur as a result of squirrels or birds or you know, whatever all kinds of things that occur out there. So, we think about, when we look at the telephone wires and <clears throat> contemplate the grid, like if you lose, were to lose power, God forbid, um, we contemplate the grid. You know, understand that it's somebody's job to track all this stuff and make sure that we have power and everything is fully operational. Pretty cool, I think. <clears throat> so tomorrow is going to be an interesting day. I'll be off, and I'm going to hit the gym first thing, and then I'm going to head over to um, around one o'clock. I'm going to head over to Gwynedd Mercy, where I with one of the lab technicians, I'm going to get um, trained. Come on, you fucking asshole. This guy, I'm still in behind him. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to get trained on this anatomage table, which is like a, a big table with a glass top, like plexiglass top, I guess, and you can swipe through it and demonstrate all kinds of anatomy. So really pretty neat. I look forward to using that to help teach my students. It's going to be awesome in the lab. Time well spent. Get them all around it have them pull out some models and extrapolate what I teach them on the anatomage table 
to that, but it's going to be kind of like a virtual reality, high-tech anatomy thing. So we'll see what it's like. You know, oh, Jesus, there's a freaking woman with a big eye patch on her face. Fuck. Crazy, man. Crazy world. <coughs> A lot of weird energy out here this afternoon. 90 degrees. Cars going every which way. People coming to and fro their appointments. People driving wearing masks. Listen, about the masks. Excuse me. About the masks. You're not going to see me riding around driving with this shit. That's a bridge too far, you understand? I don't think that that's necessary. Unless you're Ubering or something like that. Fucking driving around with a mask on. What are we doing? Kind of foolishness is that. But when you come in healthy balance, you got to wear a mask. I'm trying to protect you, me, everybody. Got to keep this office open. Got to keep it helping people. Got to do what's right to get through this pandemic. Yes, I don't understand either why people would not get vaccinated. I know a few people personally that have not gotten vaccinated. I think it's a poor decision. Um, It's fucking crazy out there, right? A lot of misinformation, a lot of willful ignorance. But there's also a lot of wonderful, brilliant, discerning individuals out there as well. talking about those people who just passed me <clears throat> the other direction. They did not look like they were discerning individuals. Here I go, heading back. Kick ass and take names. I'll tune back in later. 